Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Michael. And I'm Derek. And this is episode 111. <laughs> I also try to throw something in there and throw you guys off a little bit. I'm that one, that one didn't work. Maybe it's because I'm sleep deprived. But I saw Steve uh, laughing. And I was like, "Did I miss something?" I feel like Derek's always late on the draw. I like just never always takes a second. I've never said Michael Uh-oh. before. I'm always Mike, but I'm Michael today. See, I, I got to start talking before Mike finishes whatever he's saying because I think there is like a half a, a little second. Lag. Yeah, because when I say it, I feel like it's the same cadence as you two. Right? But clearly, it's not. I think part of well, uh, you know what it could be, it could be the the time between the time it gets to you and then comes back to us. So maybe yeah. it is in the same cadence, and so that's why I don't really notice it too much on the uh, edit. It's anyway, probably fine. It's good enough. It if you don't seem, like it, stop listening back, now because it it's about to go downhill. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does seem like it's the right cadence when I listen back. So maybe yeah. it is all right if I just keep doing it the way I do it. Perfect cadence, indeed. You guys just said it a lot. I want to make sure I got it one in there too. Did I say it? Yeah, you both said cadence, oh, I think. At least, at least two times, said it enough such, times. A, such a fun word. <laughs> it is a fun word. <laughs> so is the cadence okay then, guys? Can we start this podcast or what? I think you need to say cadence one more time. Cadence. Thank you. All right, All right. we're good. <laughs> Speaking of going downhill. Speaking of going where? Downhill? Down. Down. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, that's wonderful. Okay. If you, if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, I didn't do much off-road things this week. Um, again, another busy week at, we're at the, in the shop. In fact, we get done here. I got to change into dirty clothes and do a Peterbilt. You're doing that today? Yeah. Ouch. That has to get done Damn. today. And then I have, some P- I have three more PYOs I have to get done today as well. Well, at least well, just, that'll be easy. Just mm. keep working no. and eventually you'll just be able to pay somebody to work on the Jeep for you. That's that would be a nice goal, I guess. I don't, I'd like to work on it a little bit, but yeah. hopefully I can pay a bunch of people in beer next weekend to come work on it. You know, I was thinking uh, about we'll that. Um, so Emily's looking for a new job and I'm pretty sure she's going to get an offer. And I was like, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, man, what if they offer me a ton of money and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ooh, like, what if I just had like a half million dollars <laughs> a year coming in? Like, yeah, I still want to work on my shit, though. You know, like, is that like, is that the a lot of money? A half million a year? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, it's, I just made up some number like that would, would like, be all right. What if? Pay, like house wouldn't there would be no mortgage. There'd be no yeah. car payments. I could give it. I could pay anybody to do anything if I wanted to. Do you think do you think that if you had that kind of money that you wouldn't upgrade in home or upgrade in other things. Oh, he would I just would, upgrade a shop. He'd have a lift. He'd have all the shit. He wouldn't need anyone works. to work as on your it. In, as your income increases, so does your lifestyle. Your, like, yeah, your lifestyle. I yeah. would definitely get more cars, and then they would out. Like, I'd have to get at least. I like our house a lot, and I don't really want a huge mansion. Like, yeah, I like where we just live. Buy a shop. That's one thing. Like, no matter the, the amount of money that you have, like if you like where you live, like how much bigger of a house could we get? In this neighborhood, and what, and what would it do for you? Your house is already pretty damn big. I can't yeah. imagine you guys having a bigger exactly. house. Yeah, like our house is way too big for just two people. It'll be pretty good when we have kids. But like, mm-hmm. the only thing is that like I can only go like legally I can only go so big on a garage because our lot's pretty right. small, right? But if so, you had if you had that kind of money, you could just go rent a shop or something. That's what I that's what I would do. I was had all yeah. my project cars there, and then because like it would be hard for me to like get there harder than just walking to the garage then i'd like right. maybe pay somebody to work on my shit for me i don't know mm-hmm. you'd be like michael on grand something. theft auto i'd be like who yeah michael on grand I'm, theft auto i'm listening 
He just has like his his house up on the hill, like uh-huh. his family lives in, and then like down the road, he's got that that shop with all his cars in it. <laughs> just saying, that'd be Derek. It'd be yeah, like Jay Leno, every time you not nearly every, right, and rich. then every time you total a car, you just put it in the garage. And when you come back, it's like five minutes later. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, that's Damn. how it's done. Five minutes it later, good. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, See me sleep deprived. I'm like, such I don't a, think Jay Leno. I don't think Jay Leno totals cars in five minutes later. They're perfect. No, I <laughs> but don't you're think talking so. about Grand Theft Auto but, still. But Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Like yep. when you you can get your car painted in three minutes for like it's dollars. Open the door and the overspray just rolls out. So you can have a turbo installed in three minutes. What are you talking and about? Then your, and impressive. then your stars go away. Uh-oh. Um. That was weird. I know it does that from time to time. Oh, okay. The TV glitch is what Mike's talking about. Mm. Anyway, I did a few things this week. I got a hold of Ian and I now have ownership of the website. Yay. So we've transferred ownership and I have access to all of the things on there. I hold in my hand a stack of stickers. What kind of stickers are they? Black ones and white ones. Wow. What do you think of the black one? I like it. Uh, my only concern is how is this going to show up on my back window that's tinted? But it's gray around the outside of it. Is that going to do it? Yeah. Okay. Then maybe it'll be fine. I need to see it on there. The white one, though, that pops. The white one <laughs> it pops depends. I thought, It depends I what kind of thought, uh, statement you're trying to make. I thought that I would like the black one better. And then I saw the white one in person. I was like, oh, my. Now yeah. That's good. The white, you, you <clears throat> see it. Uh, yeah, can I say a, what it is? Yeah. Does everyone know what it is? Uh, yeah. But I can say it anyway. Uh, surely they do. The white one, someone looks at your back window and they're like, why is there a Sawzall blade on the back window <laughs> of that truck? That's what's so awesome. And they're like, that yeah. looks kind of like a Milwaukee blade, but yeah. it's not. More yep. Sawzall, less research. What? That's an um, amazing sticker. Damn. They see are the truck and they're like, oh, yeah, Sawzall. Is it big enough? I. Do you think I they think could be that they could be a little bigger. Okay, next round. Longer, we'll right? Be, just the just next take, round the dim- will be a, take the measurements off of like a nine-inch oh. Sawzall blade. Okay, I'll just literally drop off a nine-inch Sawzall blade. There you go. And then be like, here, make this. It could be a little taller, also, too, though. Also, I think so, yeah. Also, yeah. next order, get a red one so that we're all inclusive. You got black for DeWalt, red for Diablo, and white for Milwaukee. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Because hmm. we all know that Diablo blades are the best. Are they, though? The thing about a red Dude. sticker, though, is it doesn't go with a lot of themes, and everybody knows 90% of off-road is looking cool. That's true. Like, you uh, can't put a red sticker on to, certain Steve vehicles. Steve and I are to throw with, down, so... Red could go with a handful of, uh, with a handful of themes. I, I mean, it could, but I'm just bit, saying yeah. black and white can go with pretty much anything. I don't hate the whole red idea, though. Mm, it could be cool. Red with white letters? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these over to the camera and show Derek. Okay. All right. While Steve has his headphones off, I'm going to talk shit. Yeah, because, talk shit about Steve and I'll hear it. Because <laughs> he's flipping me off. Because Diablo blades are the OG carbide tip sawzo blade. Okay, I see the black one. Oh, dude. That one looks the white is like that looks like Milwaukee. Yeah. Maybe that's why because bolt. it looks just yeah. like Well the lightning bolt is like Milwaukee's font is kind of lightning bolty. Yeah. So. Actually, that is ooh. Hopefully what? we don't get sued. No, Fuck. it's not their font. And that's oh, not no, their lightning, the lightning bolt. bolt. Oh, it's real close. Milwaukee's logo has a lightning close? bolt under the word Milwaukee. Hmm. Cool. But this is not a, like, this is not um, one. There's a couple things. One, I'm not making millions of dollars off this. Um, and yet. two, and yet. And two, uh, they don't make this. 
That's true. Like, they don't make what? They don't make, they don't make stickers. stickers. So That's how could true. it be a conflict of interest? Like no, no, no. It would be you know what I mean. A copyright the, infringement. They don't want you sullying their name. Sullying sucks, sucks to be them. Sullying. All right, sue me. But sue anyway, me. wait, hold on. Back to, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta finish this <laughs> argument that I started. Diablo versus Milwaukee Torch versus I don't even know if there's any other contenders out there. Me personally, I used to use Milwaukee Torch blades before they had the carbide tip ones, and they were pretty good. But then I got a Diablo blade with the carbide tip, and oh man, they last for so long. I realize now that Milwaukee also makes a carbide tip torch blade. Are you I've saying, never used one. Are you saying that I could get a carbide tip Diablo blade and cut off two roofs with one blade? That'd be oh, something. Yeah, dude, I have cut through, what did I cut? All of my cage work, which was like, mm, if I had to put a number on it, probably like 60 or 80 cuts through, you know, Eighth wall DOM. Wow. Wow. Um, with one blade. Jesus. And then I so also I recently they're expensive cut, though, right? Yeah, but bucks? they're like 15. Bucks? It depends how long, right? I think the six inch ones are like 10 bucks and the nine inch are like 15 or 14 or something like that. It's not that big a deal. But like if no, you're only going to one blade to every, blade, yeah. yeah, like I, I did the math and like it's way cheaper to get the more expensive blade that lasts longer. 80 cuts through DOM. Like that's a lot of steel. That's a lot of cuts for sure. Mm-hmm. And it you still was get- cutting. It just was like starting to dull, you know? Mm-hmm. So interesting. That's awesome though. Um, before we switch to the next thing, next person, uh, I have access to the website. I'm working to get these stickers posted in the store. The price on the stickers, once I get it figured out, will likely be uh, with shipping. So it'll be shipping will be included in the price of the sticker. It's going to be somewhere between four and five dollars, I think. It's not bad at all. Yeah, it is not. So this will be the first run. Second run will be as soon as these get start getting low. We'll do another run of these stickers and that run will um, I may offer some different sizes and things and colors on the second run. I kind of wish that I could put one of these on some of my other trucks besides snow day, but I don't think a, a sawzall has touched the other ones. Oh, really? No, that's not true. Can we lay say, a sawzall? Sure like in the 94, the, the yeah. fenders have been cut out. So I guess Boom. that has to add some sawzall. <laughs> there was a lot of research, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, where does this go? And then, and on the ninety-one, you don't think so? I don't think so. The 08. Just you, the what the, the ninety-one might have one when you do the LS swap. I think that it might. I think the 08 would look really good with a black one in the back. Oh, I completely agree. It's just super like. Wait, yep. so when you did your shackle or not shackle flip, um, uh, spring under. Swap oh, when I did 08, the, uh, you didn't have to do a sawzall flip. anything. Did I have to use a sawzall? We'll hmm. just say yes. Let's say yes. I think that I used a, an air hammer <laughs> and a torch for the rivets, but uh, but I don't. But it's all right. I will say I used a sawzall. Yeah. Yeah, you, when you people see did. that it's so low, they'll be like, "Man, he must have saws all down suspension out there." <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> <laughs> I just saws all through the coil springs. Yep, done. It's done. not notched, correct? Oh wait, no, it's not notched, but it's okay. real close. <laughs> it's real close to need a notch. Yeah, that's funny. The frame is the bump stop. Oh, is it? I mean, in the rear. I mean, it's almost oh, there. Wow. Nah, have you seen? Not. Have you seen Bray's uh, <laughs> like bump stop that he put on the end of his like fake uh, mm-hmm. air bump? It's like yeah. this big, the little rubber thing. You could just put one of those on there. It's not solid. The end. I know. I, I thought about that. If if my airbags failed on me during like oh, a yeah. wheeling trip on the way home or something, it, I, I don't know what would happen. It, I mean, I think hurt. the rear bumper, the hitch would be touching the ground. Oh, yeah. I don't have bump stops to like stop it from completely like. Well, the axle, yeah. the frame would hit the axle probably first, right? I'm not sure what would hit first. 
You should try I it. The next time you load a snow day, let the air out and see what let happens. Let all the air out and see how close it is to the ground. And just drive it up and down your street real slow. Honestly, honestly, it shouldn't lower the back end that much. Well, I took out the overload. But you shouldn't have that much tongue weight on there. The hitch is only rated for, what, 500 or 1,000 pounds of tongue weight? Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, but he shouldn't have that much tongue weight. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But they're not I mean, big airbags. These aren't like semi-airbags. These are like, these are like helper bags, right? Mm-hmm. So. They help a lot, though. That's interesting. Because I took should, a leaf spring out. Yeah. You should Because I wanted to ride super should, nice. And it does. You should let... Um, man, I can't fucking talk. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> you should... The next time you get load up snow day, let all the air out and just see how much lower it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to. I'll just go park in a parking lot and let the air out and just see, see? what happens. It's, it's literally dragging bumper. Well, actually, I'll be doing... <laughs> I'll be doing exactly that this Saturday. Oh, nice. Because snow day is going somewhere. It's going places. Things, things have happened and things have happened. Yep. Dope. So when we got done podcasting last weekend... I made a phone. Was that last weekend? Pretty sure it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like we got done podcasting last week and I made a phone call to Bray and told him, I'm like, hey, my garbage is not going to be done in time to get it to you for February. And he's like, oh, no worries. I got a few projects here in the garage I'm working on anyway. I was like, OK, like, well, that's relieving. Like, I feel better that I'm not just you know, leaving him with a hole. Yep. And I was like, well, if you do happen to want a, another big job, I was like, I have a guy that wants to take my spot. And he was like, oh, okay. And so I told him, you know, Mike wanted to get a cage put in. And he said that, uh, he said, reach out to Mike. And apparently he did. He sure did. So apparently he did want to go to work. Yep. Yep. Bray Hell contacted yeah, me brother. and he was just like, brother. just bring it by whenever. So he's uh, like, might have to sit outside plan, for a few though? days. I was like, it's always stays outside. <laughs> what is the plan? Well, I sent like, him some pictures only yesterday uh, of the truck. Like he wanted square photos so he could do a rendering. I did a very crude rendering with like a, what's it called? A uh, Photoshop. Sharpie. Yeah, for sure. Sharpie. <laughs> a sh- I took a physical photo and I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> no. You made those sounds though. It wasn't the marker. You were like, <laughs> and he's like, Mike, what are you doing? You're like, the drawing, shush. That's right. I'm drawing. I'm drawing. I'm drawing. So, I did. I sent him a, a really crude rendering, which he was very nice about. He was like, oh, that looks good. I was like, it does not. But uh, anyway, <laughs> he said that once he had some square photos, he would do a rendering, get me pricing and everything. And I was like, whatever. I'm sure it'll be beautiful. I don't really care that much. I'll just drop it off. What's, and uh, yeah. the plan is, and this is, this is my plan. I haven't discussed it with Bray. So if it sounds stupid, it's because an engineer hasn't been involved yet. <laughs> so I want to do, obviously, like an X across the back, whatever, just like yep. off the flatbed. Yep. Go over the cab, but just outside. So it actually protects the drip rails. Right. Like if you're like leaned over into a tree or something. Right. Down the A pillars and into the fender. Okay. Yep. So the only place that it'll go through the cab will be right behind the driver's seat. Oh, and, okay. And as far as back, I was thinking, and yet again, not an engineer, don't know what I'm talking about, that I would do a couple kickers back from the X down to the flatbed somewhere. Now, I don't know yeah. about structuralness or like what needs to be where or like <clears throat> that's just kind of what I envisioned. And I figured Bray will tell me if I'm dumb or if that's great right. or whatever. And so make you're going to have you're going to have a bit of a cage over the roof, a little like, bit of XO. Yeah. That, like, but yeah, the only part that you'll really see will just be on the outside of the roof and right. then down the A pillar. Mm-hmm. So I don't want like cage. a big XO be, like all around and are shit. you going to do like a windshield bar. I don't know. OK, that's something I need to discuss with Bray. We haven't really been there yet. He's mm-hmm. kind of just like. We'll discuss it when you drop it off, and that's where I'm at. That sounds good. Yeah. 
So that sounds, that sounds like I'm envisioning it in my head. I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm say, Mike, I, I'm going to send you a picture of an OBS that has kind of what you're talking about um, that I grabbed when I was deciding between XO and internal cage. I okay. think you'll like it. It'll be yeah. good inspiration. It's a regular I mean, cab, but the concept's the same. The thing yeah. is, like, I mean, a regular cab would be great because you wouldn't have to go through the cab at all. I'm just afraid, and this is me not knowing anything, that if I don't go through the cab, it won't be strong enough if it's only outside the cab. Does I that mean, sound reasonable or it'll definitely add strength? I mean, like if I literally like roll this thing <laughs> completely upside down and I don't have that extra support, is yeah. it going to crush by through the cab? The way that I'm going to do the way that I, we were planning to do the, the do low key was there will just be a plate on the roof on top with four holes and there will be a plate on the bar in the bottom with four holes and they'll line up perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then you just drill four little holes through the roof instead of taking a full tube down through the roof. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So it's bolt pinch, on bolt pinch off. plates. Oh. Yeah, pinch plates. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm sure how my that, cage yeah. goes through the floor. Yeah, I think that that would be. I when Bray and I were talking about, he's like, "Oh yeah, that that work." I'm not sure yeah, how we're then seal you can it put, yet. You can put sil- just well, silicone just put silicone around the bolts. Yeah. But yeah. it'd be way easier to silicone around four bolts than it would be to silicone or to try to get a tube to Grown seal. Yeah. My only yeah. concern though is my truck isn't unibody; it's soft mounted. Oh, so if there isn't like something soft there, then oh, the body mount's useless. Now? I would go to I would go to hockey pucks. Oh. Okay. They're basically rigid, and they're the same height typically as a, a body mount bushing. Hmm. Like actual hockey pucks or something like a hockey puck? Or no, something actual. like a hockey puck. I mean, people will actually use a hockey puck. I've um, <laughs> seen that several times. Huh. For and body you should, lift. You should do it before Bray does the cage, so get to work. You may have a job to do. Yeah, I guess I might. I, I don't really know. That's When's the, the last time you had the bolts out of that? When you did the body lift years ago? No, I redid all the body mounts oh, uh, last yeah. year, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every one of them. Then. All new bolts, all new bushings, everything. Yeah. Did you do polys then? Uh, I did a mixture of both because oh, okay. it's just stuff I had laying around plus a LMC kit. Okay. Because snow yeah. day. Because snow because, day, yeah. So because some budget. polys, some rubber, some yeah. are, some of them are like a mixture of two on the same one. It's just weird. <laughs> Nonetheless, yeah, I mean, you might be able to. It would take Bray more time, but you might be able to have Bray and like make you some aluminum pumps oh or whatever. Jeez, I don't know. I mean, but because this is all happening so fast, near, yeah, and mm-hmm. we haven't really discussed it. The plan was just drop it off, and Bray would figure it out. But I mean, if I need to do some work, obviously I will. I guess well, I need to get on the phone with Bray. Bray will probably be listening to this, and then he'll be like, "Oh yeah, Mike. By the way, yeah, yeah but yeah, if he but tells me it's on Tuesday, today. I don't have time." <laughs> Well, maybe message him today when you get done and kind of discuss yeah. it. I actually, when last uh, Sunday, I just sent him a message. I was like, hey, when you get an opportunity, just give me a call. And like five minutes later, he had some time and he gave me a shout. So I imagine if you do the same, he'll probably call you and then you guys can just to figure it out. Probably. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Yeah, because the only thing is if your cage is rigidly mounted, you've got it dead on. Like you're, A, the part going through the roof, best case scenario, it just kind of buckles annoyingly every once in a while as the frame flexes. Mm. But the one going through the fender is going to be like, like real oh, bad. Cr- crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. Unless you have yeah, like a huge it goes to the frame, gap. That makes sense. Yeah. Because if it goes to the frame, like you've seen a Chevy flex before, like they get that funny smirk with the front bumper. Yeah. Yeah. It would do that with your fender. Interesting. Yeah. That so does that mean you just make the holes bigger or no, do you, you just, just solid yeah. mount everything? <laughs> I mean, it's not that big a deal. Is yeah. it just going to make it a lot louder driving down the road if everything's sold? You'll, yeah, you should. You'll probably yeah. feel more vibration in the cab. Oh well, I mean, but you're going to get that anyway because the cage is going to be hard mounted and bolted to the roof, right? So it's going to just turn the roof into a speaker. Oh, that's fun! <laughs> Great, <laughs> Great. 
Maybe do some dynamite of some sort. Some kind I don't of know. Good idea. I don't know. Yeah, I would probably, help. Yeah. Putting dynamite on the roof would make a big difference. I would definitely. Well, sound I can. There's no headliner. So is there no headliner? <laughs> it's now? just sticks. No, there's nothing. Oh yeah. It'll, also be, some... it'll make it cooler in the summer too. Mm. Interesting. More insulation. I, I would. Know. Uh, I guess this I would is lay down, to think about. I would lay down a 50 or 80 mil uh, sound deadener mat, and then I would get a. Uh, they make another foam that goes over top of that that you can put down. That's like a uh, insulator as well. Yep, that you can put over top of your eighty mil. I did not do and that on mine, but I still have a headache. Headliner nice. headache. Oh yeah, you still have a headliner. Still that's, have a headache. See, yeah. that's a big deal. But you have a headliner <laughs> makes a huge difference. Oh, it does. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I drove it. I drove it down to Champagne when the cage was halfway done, and it was so loud. Even oh, with yeah. the even with the uh, sound deadener, it's amazing. I mean, you gotta think the headliner is basically glass mat. It's like yeah, basically, it's essentially the interior of a of a uh, like a you know house wall. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I was thinking like a glass pack, like a muffler. Oh, like it's similar glass to mat. the yeah, glass mat is like similar to that. So it definitely absorbs a lot of sound and reverb. Headliners are the probably the best. And then I would say that foam, that sound ending foam would be the next best. So if I haven't had a headliner for like a decade and I'm already used to that, does it mean it doesn't even matter? It'll be better. It'll make your life even better. Oh, I guess. I mean, I've driven, <laughs> I've driven hundreds of miles with no headliner, and it didn't seem to mind really. So maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. It's and your ears are still bad. super sensitive. It's so strange. It's not that loud in there, man. I have super quiet exhaust. The tires are the loudest part. Yeah, right. In the in the roof, and the no <laughs> headliner, I guess. But I still have full factory carpeting with all the jute padding and everything underneath it. Right. So that, that helps help. a lot. Yeah, I don't have that in the in Loki. I have the headliner. I have the the glass, the fiberglass headliner still. The cloth is gone but the headliner itself is still there and then i have no carpet but i did all the dynamite on the floor that's gotta help that helped a lot i drove old clackety once on a road trip with just seats in it and no carpet on a road trip yeah when we we went wheeling once and i used clackety to tow snow day somewhere gosh and me it was me and patty (laughs) and it was very very loud yeah with no floor mat or no uh nothing on the floor just bare metal that would be terrible yeah it was not great mike mm-hmm. mike i know the answer to this but i don't know that the listeners know what is old clackety <laughs> <laughs> old clackety was a 99 gmc k2500 that i bought with uh i bought it many years ago with low miles under 100 rust free beautiful truck that i ended up putting a 454 ss interior in because a friend i worked with had one and he wanted a bench seat just so happened it had a red interior so I did all the work and I swapped 454 SS seats console and I bought a new 454 SS colored carpet and put it in that truck. It had powder coated PYOs. It was just beautiful. Just and beautiful it's clackety truck. because it was a 6.5 diesel. Yes. Very clackety. And it was, a piece, it was a piece of trash. And I did a bunch of work to the engine and it I did not get the result I wanted Still and I got rid of, of it. Garbage. It was just garbage. I hate six fives. I hate them with a passion and <laughs> I'll never own another one. But uh, I learned my lesson. It was a beautiful truck, though. It was just so, very bad mechanically. Let me pull this up real quick and show it to you. Derek, you will not be able to see this. I apologize. It's I'm fine. just perusing the uh, Amazons here. And what I found. So they have the what I said, the 80 or 50, the 50 mil or 80 mil butyl yeah. mat. Which is your your standard tar mm-hmm. style mat, um, and then they have this here. Just make sure you get a roller, is, like an installer tool. They're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. roller that the kit. And then this is the um, uh, Silas Silas uh, liner. This is a 157 mil sound deadener mat. So this is actually a dampening material 
that is 157 mils thick instead of just 80 mils thick. So it's probably double about double the thickness of and, the butyl. And you put that over it. This is more of a foam. Okay. I assume it's like a closed cell foam. And yes, you would put this over that butyl. It's your second layer. Yeah. When you put down Dynamat, does the butyl surface actually contact whatever you put it on? Yes. The yes. So it never comes off. Essentially. Okay. That's I was just wondering you, about you that. Could that. You couldn't remove dry that. ice, but that's about it. Really? Well, the only other thing, I mean, solvent will take butyl off. Right. Eventually. But, but like trying to get the bulk of it off. First. Oh, to get the bulk would be terrible. Scraper. Oh, it'd be awful. Yeah. yeah. I probably, yeah. yeah so either you, either you do, dry ice, like he said, which would be pretty like cool uh, to uh, do that and then just uh, like shatter and then just snap it off. Huh? Pretty, pretty cool. That would be a pretty neat trick. And then I would say, uh, um, either that like heat maybe heat gun and heat it up and then just take a scraper and just oh god well, I just don't suck. want to do it because I'm thinking about if I ever had to remove it I don't know why I would why I'm just remove it? I have yeah. no idea just thinking about it though makes me not want to do it that's bad but like this stuff or like what I used which was a um, was a 400 mil from UXL and uh, it is so sticky and it's a foam like it doesn't come back apart like you cannot you cannot get it back off. You'd have to you'd have to use like a solvent to wipe to clean it back off because if you try to peel it back off, it just rips the foam in half and all the sticky stays there. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't want it. just sounds <clears throat> like I don't want it. I think I'll just deal with the noise. It'll be fine. Really? It's an off road. Rig. I only drive like 100 miles a year. What does it matter? I mean, I guess. Every now and then I do drive it to the Jamboree. I guess that would be annoying. Yeah, I mean, it just would be it just it makes it a little more comfortable, I guess. It is. It really isn't that big a deal. Like you said, you've already been driving it for so long without it. Throw in your hockey pucks, throw in your cage, get all your stuff done, drive it. If it's worse than it was before and you'd like it to be better, then put some sound editor on the That's ceiling. true. It can always be fixed. Yeah. Problem sound solved. Editor, so the 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 recommended amount, quote unquote, like if you were to read up on sound editor, 25% coverage is supposed to be sufficient to deaden any panel oh that's true like you'll see the oem like you take a door part and it's the door panel has just like one a little, chunk. little square in the yep. middle of the door yeah that's it's the location thing. matters yeah does it yeah the closer My, to like the center of the panel that would vibrate it is yep. the less weight you need it's kind of like when you balance a wheel oh uh if you put dyna um dyna beads or balancing media in the tire it's closer to the outside of the tire so you need less weight than if you put it on the wheel oh, versus darn. yeah that's huh? absolutely true i didn't think about that that's so why if, if you're only going to cover 25%, make sure it's smack dab in the middle of the panel that doesn't have any support. Yeah. But if you want to play it safe, just do as much as you can. Made it, That's what I well, do. Well, I'd like I to say it made a big difference on my everything. truck, but I did like most of the floor, most of the back wall and almost all the roof on mine. And then when I put the cage in and drove it for the first time after the carpet and everything was back in, it's, it's the same noisiness wise. So but I added a cage, which is bolted to the frame. So it made a bit, it made a difference, I assume. So the, you said that you're bolted through your floor. It's yeah. So it's pinch the, plates. The, yeah. The, the tube is welded to a plate, which bolts through the floor. And then on the bottom, there's another plate and I just siliconed like you did, like you said, around the bolts. In fact, mine had big gaping holes cause I had to drop the frame, the cage down through the floor to weld the top of the bars. So I used the plates to seal those holes too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I could see how that could be an issue. I just got yep. a message from Christopher Wheely. What'd he say? He says, it looks like you may get your wish for snow this week. And this is the projected map. 
drawing a line of snow directly through our area. What does blue mean? Snow. Is, is it worse or better the greener Dark. and purpler you get? Uh, it's not great. Green is it's, rain. That is, that is right up the 70 line. Isn't that wild? It runs like a perfect line up 70 from St. Louis to Indianapolis. That is kind of weird. Everyone all says that too. The news is always like South of 70. Yeah, exactly. All (laughs) South of 70. So what day is that planning? uh, Tuesday through Friday. Well, I'll still have snow day then. Yeah. So that's good, I guess. Because I might. I won't be that bad. I mean, I know I could take the 08. It's four wheel drive. We're literally going to get like fucking a dusting. That's all we ever get. If they say that we're going to get 14 to 18 inches, that means (laughs) it might accumulate. (laughs) (laughs) 14 to 18 inches. Oh, yep. Got some accumulation. I just uh, uh, turn my wipers on and it's like shh, shh, done. The, the <laughs> Once one wipe takes all the snow <laughs> off my windshield. <laughs> Ooh, 14, 18 oh, millimeters. Dang. Killed it. <laughs> the one time so it snowed super hard driveway. last year. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, that actually happened last year. The one time that there was a ton of snow, it drifted like several feet. And my propane guy was like, hey, I can't get back there. I was like, ah, and I had to go out yeah. there in like the zero degrees and plow him a path back there oh, on the tractor. Wow. So Sucked. this is obviously way out because this is Thursday, Wednesday, 1.5 inches. Thursday. Yep. 1.5. So that's like 1.5 millimeters. 1.5 millimeters. Got it. Yeah. And then <laughs> Thursday, 3.5 millimeters. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's actually, that's actually a, an okay amount of snow. I would actually be a bit enthused. I'll be surprised. But it's going to, but it's going to rain on, on Tuesday. Well, that'll wash away the 1.5 millimeters. 45 degrees and raining on Tuesday. So wait, do you say Monday, it's going to be an inch and a half of snow and it's going to be 50 no. degrees on Tuesday? No, no. Monday, tomorrow is going to be a high of 37. Tuesday, okay. 44. Wednesday, high of 28 and an inch and a half of snow. Thursday, a high of 19 with a, with three and a half inches of snow. Okay. So Wednesday and Thursday are our snow days. Yes. Yeah, so Got it. Our snow days. Hey. Hey. I have a welded rear end. I'm going to go do donuts. I will too. I will get, I will air up the tire on the crew cab and go play. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can't wait, I really brother. hope you guys get snow because my truck was on jack stands both times. It snowed if, the last couple if times. If we get three and a half inches of snow, we actually get snow. I will clean everything out of the shop. I will unpark the Liberty and I will go do snow nuts. <laughs> in the Liberty. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Well, but you got to do it while it's snowing too. So people yeah. are like, well, is that dude literally out there in a convertible doing donuts? <laughs> Hello, breaking the internet. Dude, I bet it would too. That sounds amazing. amazing. You should definitely do that. I probably Our will try. Our forecast is way worse. We have rain on Wednesday, maybe mm-hmm. some snow, or sorry, rain on Tuesday, maybe some snow on Wednesday, and then on mm. Thursday it gets down into single digits. So it's just going to be a skating mm. rink everywhere. It'll be, it'll be negative two for a low on Thursday here. Ooh, you I think is what it said. It's either negative two on Thursday or Friday. One of the two had a, a negative temperature for a low uh, Friday. Yeah. I'm just glad we have snow in our forecast and set of ice. Sorry, Derek. Oh, there is a little ice projected. Yeah. Wednesday, mm. 0.19 inches. Yeah. Wow, wow. Thin layer. Not great. Just put down a thin layer of that and then put some snow on top of it. Nobody will notice. That'll really yeah, accumulate. No one, will, yeah, no one will notice. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> this is snow. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> in the ditch you go. Anyway. Derek, did you do anything off-road this week? <laughs> I did, Steve. Are we still in this segment? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> what segments? What are those? <laughs> Hopefully people are learning something. We've it's had lots just of a knowledge. squiggly line, you know, <laughs> from point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it overlap so much? <laughs> <laughs> We're just here to have fun and you guys are listening. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I did. I worked on my truck. Uh I apparently I can read a tape measure. So I, <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. It's 
it's been so long already. Like when you announced that last week, I was like, oh, that's going to make for a great podcast. And then finally we're here. Yep, we are here. Yes. So I don't know why it looked so wonky. Uh, wonky, but it's right. I measured it like six times and I was like, wait, this is really the right measurement. So I gave it a tiny little bit of a turn, but um, yeah, <laughs> just, I don't know. Just because? <laughs> Just because it's, I was like, I already have a backup on jack stands. Mm. Come on. <laughs> um, so I played uh, around with the a... steering stops a little bit more, but yeah, yeah. It, it definitely. So I'm going to be able to turn left sharper than right because the tie rod hits the diff. Oh, really? I don't, I don't have the offset tie rod ends on, but this is temporary. Um, just saving up my monies because I'm definitely going to go with the TMR two and a half to ton tie rod ends because they look super beefy. And I talked to tim i think about them and they're all forged and everything so yeah um, so you're going with those and an aluminum tie rod no i'm gonna stick with steel just because okay like if i do have to weld something to it, like in Har- in in harlan if i had an aluminum tie rod i would have to get really it. creative yeah yeah i would have okay, had to so- like go to like a hardware store get a bunch of you or uh see not see clamps like exhaust clamps and weld those to something, you know? No, oh God. Yeah. It would have been a real pain in the ass. So been real I'm worried. I'm, or my question is if you're going with a bigger tie rod, does that mean it's going to hit your diff even more or is it going to no, be the same these are, or what? No, these are offset. Oh, they're offset well. two and a half yeah, yeah, ton. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Interesting. I didn't know that yeah. existed. They're offset and they're nice because the, that you can put any ball joint into them. You want, you can put a Jeep taper. You can put a Chevy one ton taper. There's one other one and they just the actual ball joint itself threads into the actual like tie rod end. Oh, that's awesome. So how you only need to replace. Yeah, you only you bring like one ball and socket with you as a spare if you want and takes up less space and blah, blah, blah. So you'll have all the steering and super beef tie rod ends. That's right. And a beefier tie rod. So I was talking to Bray actually when we were doing some some calcs and I'm probably just going to go with uh, one and three quarter. Um, and then I'll drill it out and weld bungs in, um, cause two inch would just be like crazy, but it would be extra beef though. It would be extra beef and the cost is about the same. So I'm, that's why I'm still on the fence about it. <laughs> Can you still get full steering with two inch? It's like that little tiny bit of extra yeah. isn't going to, okay. No, these are even more offset than my old ones. And I had like more than half an inch of clearance with the old ones. So. So is there any reason not to do two inch? Like it's not going to interfere with anything. It's like another just do 16 it, just... pounds. Oh, that's okay. You want your weight low. It's a, uh, it's like a building an axial scorpion. You want all that weight on the front axle. You don't want it unsprung, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know what are you well, for do? driving on the street. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still on the fence. So the cost is like literally like $9 difference. And I'm already, if I'm spending 600 plus on this shit, then why maybe I just go two inch. Just because it'll look super beef when you look under there, because you're going to paint it silver. So you'll be like, dang, what's up you're with like, that tie Whoa. rod? Is that off of a semi truck? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's off of a bigger than semi truck. Bigger than a semi truck. <laughs> Is that an 18 wheeler? Yeah. That's what people will think. Yeah. So, all right. That's, that's not the, that's not, that's the, not the shenanigans. That's not the shenanigans. Yeah. No, so while no. I'm under there, it's just the, yeah. Why is it under there? Yeah, while I'm under there, I'm checking the steering stops and looking at the one U-joint to make sure it's not binding. And then I look at the other U-joint and I like turn the axle shaft and I'm like, huh, that's a lot of play. And I turn it, it another binding, 90 degrees. Though. Huh? It wasn't binding though. It, it was not binding because it was broken. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> but not completely broken. It was kind of like, Mike, what you had at Moonlight where the flat part of the cap just like exited stage left. Yep. But for me, it was the... It. 
like you know you look at a, a u-joint cap and it's round and it's got that snap ring groove everything below the snap ring groove was like shattered and gone so all the needle bearings fell out of course um but the top part of the cap was still tack welded into the yokes and they were fine like once i ground out the tack welds and popped the caps out like it took some serious force to get them out and took some normal amount of force to hammer in the new ones so i think the yokes are fine too which is good yeah it is good always nice when your ears aren't bent that's right right especially when they're chromo shafts and probably a long lead time and not cheap yep all of these things so so did you put a regular u-joint back in it uh i put a spicer life joint but the new ones the blue coated yeah i think they're more corrosion resistant but i don't think they're stronger yeah, I but don't they, think so either. I think they're, they're just powder coated. But they're blue. You know what? I bought a pair of those and I installed them. And when I went to, I, I installed them and everything went fine. And I was like, oh, I forgot to put one of the circlips on. Damn. And I tried to take it out and I shattered it. And I ended oh, up. You shattered the U-joint? I, I shattered one of the caps trying to remove it to wow. put it back in. I don't know what happened. I must have been a little cockeyed or something. Yeah. And that sucked because I just bought them and I, I wanted them in the next couple of days. So I ended up ordering them oh on Amazon gosh. and they didn't have the blue ones. Uh so uh-huh. I took the, I think I took the other blue one and I think I shattered it too. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm just not supposed to have these. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I, I had the blue ones and like they're powder coated, but they're not like, like I had them just chilling in my toolbox for UA. And so some of the blue was coming off anyway. So it just got, it got painted black over, over top of the blue. It's good enough. You it need is. to buy some of that Spicer blue paint and make sure to paint your U-joint. Oh trunnions just every time. the trunnion. <laughs> yeah, just the trunnion. If oh I my God, that'd be so ha- so annoying. See, I can't do that. If I had Spicer blue paint, everything would be blue. <laughs> Spicer U-joint blue. Is the Spicer U-joint blue just snow day blue? Yeah, uh, pretty much. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. Metallic. It's pretty Quasar close. With no <laughs> <laughs> so it's just snow day blue because it's, it's Quasar with no metallic also. <laughs> it's just, it's Quasar blue, but not metallic. That's the difference. I would love to see that. Like if you were to put that against snow day, how close it actually really is. Wouldn't that be funny? And what if it matches your chin just perfect? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. I don't have seen, any spare blue ones laying around. Do you have one of the trunnions still? Or do you throw it away too? I think I chucked it. I was ah. so mad that I broke my brand new U-joints. <laughs> I mean, they. I just installed them and it was like, okay, I'm done. And I'm like, no, I'm going to undo this real quick. Explode. Oh, oh man, yeah. that sucks. Chris, send me a um, U-joint. <laughs> it's way easier to go in than out with U-joints. We have to see if it's true. blue. If it's the same blue. It has to be blue, uh, though. Can't be not, can't be a regular U-joint. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has, be, it has to be a blue U-joint so we can see if this is accurate. Isn't it like, and I need it, and I need it before next Saturday. So it's like five seven sixty X or five seven sixty X C, and I think the C means cool blue. Okay, their their naming convention is all over the place because I think the normally the fourteen eighty joints are SPL fifty five three X, and these blue ones are SPL fifty five fourteen eighty. Oh, weird. Okay, I'm like okay, and then thirteen fifty is the same too because I got them for the drive shaft and the. The other drive shaft for UA, they were like, here you go. You know, Spicer was a sponsor. So they're like, oh, what do you nice. need? And I was like, oh, boy, do I have a list for you? <laughs> I got so many U-joints on my rear how drive many, shaft. You don't many, even know. How many U-joints do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Five drive shaft U-joints. It's an extra. This is an extra. That's so extra. many U-joints. I mean, that makes sense. Five is accurate. Yeah. So seven U-joints on the truck. It's so many. Well. Oh, wait, that's how many I have. Nope. You have more than that. Seven U-joints on the truck. No, if you have a CV in the front, you also have seven. I do. So. But you have but, a dual a dual part drive shaft. Doesn't that mean you have eight? 
No, because the there's three in the rear and two on the front. Because oh, you don't if have, you have a, a double card, card in, in the front. front you have front two in the Remember rear. Remember Ian's bachelor party? We cut the double card in half up front and. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not that, <laughs> but we did that. We did that. We yeah. Did so that. if and anybody, if you're on the trail and you have enough, you have to have extra like the slip. longest travel drive shaft ever though, for that to work. You'd have to have four inches extra slip. Yeah. At least. At least. I'd say it's probably about, that's probably about what it is. Four inches. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah, I broke a centering anyway. stud on the CV or in the double card end and didn't want to stop wheeling. So we cut the like H yoke out no. and like welded. Did we- no, we didn't. We did. How did that work? Wait, couldn't you just? We, I'll tell you how it worked because I did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we 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 cut the H yoke off, right? And we pulled out the U joints are still good, so we pulled the U joints out. And the part that bolts to the transfer case has basically a yoke, but then also the centering stud stuff. So we cut that out, oh, and you basically have a bolt on yoke, and then we just put it yes. all back together. It worked. I was like, I, I remember cutting things, but I was like, I was like, but you could just take the H yoke apart. And just take it out of the equation. But I was like, why did we cut things? But yeah, because the you got to get the centering that, stud out. Flange, yeah. yeah, the centering stud and all that is still on the yoke that goes to the actual transfer. Yep. It's kind of awesome that you can do yeah. that, though. But you need four inches of drive shaft yeah, slip. True. And I have Insane. like 12. <laughs> yeah, Derek had all of the slip. He wanted still do. all the engagements. Yes. Well, for those that don't know, I used like square body Chevy shafts when I first thought Axel swapped the truck. And when it was on 37s, even 40s with an open front diff, it was fine. But now, once I locked it, it would walk forward when I'd belly out mm-hmm. and separate the splines, right? And so I just was like, screw it. I called a couple drive shaft places and they're like, you could do this, that, the other thing, and settled on this like massive, like one in 1.625, like 10 spline, basically like tractor implement stuff. And you just cut it to length. And I think I've got like 12 inches of usable travel. <laughs> Perfect. Which is good because if I ever change my doubler setup or transmission, I'll have that All flexibility. The slip. I'm yep. pretty sure Snowday has a stock front drive shaft, like the one that came with the IFS, which seems crazy, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. You might. Uh, that's what. Um, that's what Loki has a stock front drive shaft. It's fucking roach. Okay, but, but your you, stock your front drive shaft was already axle. solid axle. <laughs> oh, this is true. I, was, I went from IFS on a drive yeah. shaft that didn't slip, but maybe a half an inch just yeah. with flex, and now it slips like six, eight inches or something. Wait, so no, no, no. I think you got one from, didn't you have square body parts at some point? Oops. Or you did. Or maybe I did. Something I mean, like that. You, I feel you like somebody had a drive shaft laying around. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I honestly can't remember what it's out of. I wish I knew because then if I needed one, I could just go grab another one at the junkyard. But hmm. I do have another OBS with an IFS front drive shaft. I could just, just pull it out and see it. if it's the same. Yeah, or just measure it. You don't even need to pull it out. Well, to make sure it has the same amount of slip. Oh well. So I so I think because the MB two forty one until nineteen ninety four or five. I can't remember the exact year. Had a mm-hmm. flange front output. Just like yours does. Yes. Yep. In 95 or 96, they switched to like a yoke style front output. And I think that's when they changed. But I think because there was overlap from the square bodies until 1991 and the OBSs, GM was like, we'll just use the same style and we'll make it a different length. Because like, yeah. Because you'll look under OBSs and see like a a CV and you're like, or a double card and you're like, why? There's no like... There's no articulation. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Why the hell would you use a double card in on a yeah. basically a straight shaft that doesn't flex? Right. All you need it to do is like absorb vibration. 
<laughs> okay, so it's the same as an oobs shaft, just shorter, maybe? But we're maybe. not sure about that. We're not even Might sure about the same. that. Have I told you guys the funny story about the oobs? What oobs? The oobs. <clears throat> so, like, in my in Owen's little, like, truck book he's got, it's got all, like, different, like, vehicles in it. It's got semis and tractors and trucks and fire trucks and all this. Awesome. In the fire truck section, there is the, the chief's truck, like, the chief, the fire chief's, mm-hmm. you know, truck or whatever, is an oobs. Oh, nice. Urban, I think. And, uh, like, it's just a front end facing at you. Yeah. And when he first got that book, I was opening it up and reading, reading through it and stuff. I was like, you know, what's, where's this? What's that? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, where's the oobs? And he just pointed at it. Uh, Are you serious? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know like, why. And so, like, I never changed. Like, every time now, I was like, where's the oobs? And, like, it's, he gets it every single time. I'm like, I don't know how you knew that. Wow. But <laughs> I was like, that's the coolest. I wish I'd had it on video. Born with oobs knowledge. Born with oobs knowledge. It's just ingrained. <laughs> or he was just like, truck. You tell yeah. him to point at an OBS. He's like, what? Mm. You're like, no, you have to know what an OBS yeah. is too. Like, you, you, <laughs> where's, like, where's I don't really know what old, old body style is. I don't Here's know about other, that old body the style. Other, the other weird thing is like, I <laughs> since, the, since he's been born, I've never driven uh, our Kenworth dump truck, the blue one. Oh, okay. And in that in that book, there's a blue dump truck mm-hmm. with the bed up. And like when we open that page, he just points to the blue dump truck and his daddy. What? Oh, dude, that's I, awesome. Weird. Dude, that it's is weird. too weird. And I'm like, you that, know we've Jess never... has told him like daddy drives no. a blue truck. No, like that never, what? that was never mentioned. Yeah, he just, he just said that. I don't, <laughs> I have no idea. He's a prophet. <laughs> Kid <laughs> knows some things. I don't think so, but like it was, yeah, it's very uncanny, but yeah. That is he crazy. Like, yeah. Dude, when he's older and like you get you get to take him for a ride in that semi truck, he's gonna be so happy. Oh, that semi truck is long sold. Or well, a, a semi truck. Sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, he'll love that. I'm sure that'll definitely. Steve, you've never even taken me for a ride in a semi truck. What the hell? Yes, Steve. Where are our semi truck rides? Here's my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I get to steer. More. I'm probably going to at some point. I I'm probably going to end shift. up buying. Yay. I'm, I'm probably going to end up buying the goose at some point, uh, which is my, the 90 or the 2003 9200 I international. Is it just I sitting have. there? If you guys want to see what the goose is, just look up blue goose underscore seven on Instagram. Lots of pictures. It's one of Steve's just, many accounts. We're just going to buy it to be a polished show truck. Uh, yeah, I figured. I mean, so what else do you need it for? I'm going to bring it here. I'm going to bring it here, put a fifth wheel back on it. Cause dad took the fifth wheel off of it. I'm going to bring what? it here. He needed the fifth wheel for his truck. Oh, I was and like, why a, would you take it off? It's a, it's a specific fifth wheel to haul all the trailers. Got it. Um, I'm going to throw a fifth wheel back on it, and then I'm going to bring it here, polish it out, obviously, make it extra pretty, and then it'll just be here to move trailers around. So like we need to move stuff. Here's a question. I don't know much about this stuff. Can mm-hmm. you also put a gooseneck ball on one? Yes, if I wanted to. Honestly, what I would like to do... Like, then that could be like your tow yeah. rig. Honestly, what I want to do, that'd be awesome. If not necessarily money was no object, but like if I had some extra cash to spend on this, what I would like to do is get some of the maintenance done on it that needs to be done to make it a good, reliable truck again. And then I want to have the frame stretched either with a different clip or just stretching the existing. Um, And I will stretch the frame something stupid, like six or eight feet. Yeah. So it's currently wow. It's currently a 209 inch wheelbase. If I was to make it like a oh normal like sleeper truck, be like a 260 or 270 inch wheelbase. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so talking you about add, put a sleeper on it. I'm talking about five, just leave the rate the day no, cab. I'm not. I'm not talking about. There's a sleeper on it already. Oh, okay. It has it has a sleeper on it already. But we keep that sleeper. Adding adding like six or seven feet to the frame. 
and just make it long as fuck. Two things. One, awesome show truck. Yeah, it looked cool. And then Two, drop it? Probably a little bit. Yeah, do a little couple things to make it a little bit lower, but then build a frame for the bed. Like build a, build a bed, I guess, for the frame. Oh, like a flat bed? A flat bed. Yeah. That would just like clip on. Oh yeah, That's you could have it, it would, go into the It would the just, goop, it would just the, latch. Uh, it would wheel? latch into the fifth wheel. Yep, it would latch into the fifth wheel with the kingpin, and then, just, and then there would have something up front to pin in as well. So you yep. just park low key on it and just go yeah. places. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd, that'd be, cool. be so badass. Yeah. You would just essentially, you would essentially just, uh, you know, pick the bed up with whatever, latch, you know, latch it into the fifth wheel, and then you could just pull low key up onto it and, so, and strap it down. And we all, I know, I, I gotta ask just because we talk about this a lot, <laughs> but nobody ever really does it. Or at least yeah. no one I know. What do you have to do to make it an RV? Anything? It already has a sleeper. I don't know that you'd have to do anything. Just put not for hire on the door. Yeah, but C- Steve's truck. got a CDL. Are there rules right? about that though? I have a CDL and everything, but but I don't know. I mean, for your plates, no. you want to pay like a hundred <clears throat> bucks, yeah. so you're not thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few things, but I don't think it's as much as you would think. Like yeah, if it's already so. got like a microwave and a bed, you're like halfway there. I don't there even or something. know if it has to have that. No, I don't think really? you need that stuff because I've seen Illinois RV plates on like toters before. Yeah, that probably don't have like the whole thing filled I out. I think as long as. I think as long as it's not for hire, there's a, there's a few things you have to do, obviously. And Matt Matt was trying to figure that out as well with his RV deal. But my buddy Travis has got a W900L that is just a semi. It's just a day cab. It, it was just a show truck. Like it's no, it's a full semi with okay. a sleeper, and it was a it's just a show truck. And so he put RV plates on it because he's like it's never going to pull a load, and he had RV plates on it for years. Okay, and maybe okay. So you build your flatbed, you haul low key, mm-hmm. and no big deal, and you yep. have RV plates on it. What if you decided to buy like a 40 foot gooseneck and haul it, but you're just going to off road parks. It's not for business. Is that still just keep RV? Not, keep not for hire on the door. Okay. Yeah. So if DOT messes with you, you're like, I'm just a fellow. You're just like, you just doing it. Yeah. You're stuff. like, look, <laughs> there's uh there's probably some rules around that, but you just, I would just look it up and find out. Yeah. I would just inquire. I I just hunt down one of the DOT officers. And then just ask them. Yeah, just what do I have to That's do to make sure that no one messes with me? That's the best thing to do because, no you know, the, S- the Secretary of State's office doesn't know shit. They don't know a fucking thing. Oh, no, thing. you would not want to they'd go be in like, there. Um, I'm going to have to ask the manager, and he'd be like, I'm going to have to. Would. I don't know. They just tell you no. At the DMV, if they don't like anything you say, they just tell you no. And get, you just wait in line for two hours just yeah. for them to be like, get, get out of here. No, we don't know the answer to that, so no. So we can't help you, yeah. and, um, and we don't have the forms you need to fill out anyway. And you're like, thanks, guys. The, uh, the guy, the officer that gave me my overweight ticket in like 2019 uh we became pretty like friendly so like i have his contact information oh nice so if i need to i can just reach out to him and be like hey he was a dot cop mm-hmm. so you could be like dude just what do i gotta do he's a scale master but he has access to all the upper guys that know like the actual law law i'm sorry well, that's good, though. oh what <laughs> i also thought that was kind of funny when you said it but i was like a scale sounds master. like a video I'm game character pretty sure that's I'm the his scale title master. i'm pretty sure that's title um so, i'm sorry i'm pretty sure that's accurate <laughs> mr dot cop what's your level uh, yeah i leveled up a scale master <laughs> they have I'm a scale novice <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's accurate. I mean, I suppose I could be wrong, um, but they are the guys that run these scale trucks around. And like, so anytime you get popped for an overweight, you get pulled over and they want to check you. These guys show up with the scales and then they weigh you. 
So when he shows up, does he use like his levitation ability to pick the truck up and then the scales like slide underneath <laughs> yes. and he sets it back down because he's a master using his mind. No, powers. no, no. Yes. Actually, he picks up the truck and then his eyes just turn to numbers and he's like, yep, this is how much it weighs. <laughs> one, one eye is the tractor and one eye is his trailer. I see like lightning bolts going between like him and the truck. <laughs> oh, man. Scale oh, master. Man. You guys have issues. Scale master. <laughs> that's, the title. That's, the title. that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Scale master. Dude, Scale master. We should, I mean, if there were levels of RC car oh crawling capability, if you if oh, you're yeah, a scale. really good scale RC car RC car crawler, you'd be a scale master. You'd be a scale master. I'm gonna die. I need a drink. <laughs> you're laughing almost as hard this time as you were when I sent you that that uh, thing of Derek. How, I forget how much did I put at the end of the actual episode? Nothing. Uh, huh? I put something at the end. You think it was just me? It was. Just me talking to myself. Oh, really? Because it was it was like... Um, yeah, it wasn't the going down. Should I keep recording? Yeah, yeah. I was like, should I keep recording? Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And I don't remember what else I said, but it was only okay. for like 10 seconds or something. Right. Uh, for those that don't know, I said <laughs> something I didn't realize was inappropriate, and I didn't mean it to be inappropriate. It really wasn't inappropriate at all. Well, it wasn't inappropriate at all, but Steve and Mike have their head in the gutters, and they were cracking up. And then Steve, <laughs> and then I- Steve took it and edited it to make it even worse. And yes, he it, said he was going to put better. it at the end of the Patreon, but I think he decided no, it was too I raunchy didn't. for that. No, I it wasn't raunchy at all. It was just funny. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't put it on the Patreon then. I was down for it. Because the Patreon was already edited. I already had the edit done. Oh, that's Patreon. right. That's right. You were going to put it on like, the end of the it. main podcast. Yeah. I wanted to put it on the end of the main. You should put it on the end um, of this week's Patreon. I deleted it. Oh, what? Yep. She's gone. Damn. Uh, well, minute. Let's see. Here. That's 51. that one. Here we go. Is if you have a memory card installed oh. in your recorder. So oh, I'm a minute. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Hopefully you've been recording this whole time, Steve. Uh, yes, I have. Thank you. <laughs> Make me nervous. All right. Well, here, real quick, while comes, Mike's gone. Oh, he's back. It. Are we going to talk about the things? Oh, wait, did it just restart? What are you doing? Oh, it just restarted. That's dumb. This is dumb. What did I miss? What are you doing in here? Steve, forget the memory card. <laughs> I will kill him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Should I keep recording? Oh, that's all I put on there? Oh, uh, yep. you guys didn't get to hear any of it. That's so sad. Tisk, tisk, tisk. <laughs> I mean, the files still exist, but you'd have to re-edit it, right? Uh, I just had to make it again, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it was that good. sounds like a lot of work. Anyway. If you wanna if you wanna know about that, go to Patreon. Go you have to you have to come to the Patreon, apparently. Sorry. Yeah. Love you. You do have that you do have that phone recording of it you could put in the Patreon. I do. I do. You should do yeah. that. I could. It was Dude, funny. I saved it was that. really funny. Huh? I saved the video saved or the it? clip or whatever. I, I was like, this is gold. I don't ever want to lose it. I don't ever he's still here crying, laughing. Anyway. All right. We're going to wrap this so, up. We're going to head on, to the wait. Patreon. So I did the oh. did the U-joint, put it all back together, oh. and I just oh want to shout We're out still... <laughs> Rowie we... for oh, yeah. knocking off the Are you really WF. Really... Good. <laughs> Should we edit this out? Rowie made you some nice brackets. Rowie made some nice brackets. I have 2,500 HD brakes you know, from the same year truck as mine on the front 1979 Ford Dana 60. And it's Sweet. really nice because... To take the axle shaft out, you take it's a slip on rotor now, right? So you take the brake caliper off, you pull the rotor off, and then you have access to the spindle nuts and you can pull the whole hub and spindle off in one like 
assembly. So it's not it's not a unit bearing yeah. setup, but it's all one unit. That's and then awesome. it's nice because it was like 10 degrees when I did this and I just pulled it and put it in the bench in the garage, pulled the axle shaft out, and I didn't need to reset any of the preload on the bearings or repack anything or do anything like that. I just pull the locking hub cover off, pull the snap ring off, slide the axle shaft out, do my U-joint swappage, so and then put it back in. So that's awesome. So you literally pull the caliper, slide the top, the rotor off, take the five bolts out of the spindle and just take the axle shaft, the whole spindle, the whole everything yep. bearings and all into the garage. That's awesome. Right. That is awesome. It's really awesome. That. It's it's yeah, actually really that. awesome when you break a U-joint or an axle shaft on the trail. Cause when Mike, when we went to s'more that one time, I think I had it switched out in like an hour and a half. Yeah. So that's it's nice. Slick. That part that takes the longest is grinding the tack welds off. <laughs> Anyway, yes. all right. End of story. Let's Sorry, we had to up. circle back. Yeah. No, and we we did. We spent the entire episode an hour on what did you do last week? Yeah, <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> We're never going to talk about that one thing. Yeah, next week, next week, right? Unless we next have a week. guest. No, and we'll. <laughs> there was a behind the scenes for the twenty four Helen back, so we will talk about it next week for sure. Okay, I'll make sure to watch Your that. Unless we have a guest. Week. Unless we have a guest. <laughs> Unless we have a guest, in which case you'll never hear about Helen Beck, and that's sorry about you. Unless that guest was on Helen Beck. Oh, I could make that happen, I think. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. I have that actual option. Unless that guest hosted Helen Beck. Whoa, now you've really narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what schedules look like. That would be actually pretty cool to talk about it cool. and have and have somebody that knows all about it on. That would be extra. Let's do that. Okay. So well, damn that would that's news to me. So that sounds awesome. I can't wait personally. I will, I will see if he is available, and then we'll just make it happen. We may have to record during the week or something. But if it's if it'll work, we'll make it work. Thanks for joining us for episode one eleven. Make sure you check out our partner companies if you have not already. If you're new here and you don't know who they are, check out completeoffroad.com or give Chris a call at. 563-583-5363. They've got anything you need for your off-road rig. Uh, and they can get you just about anything, and their prices are good as well. Check out Crawler Off-Road if you need anything recovery-related. They uh, have all the good recovery things. They have kinetic ropes and winch ropes, soft shackles, tree savers, all sorts of good stuff. That is crawleroffroad.com. Check out Off-Road Anonymous. Jake is out at KOH this week. So uh, I'm guessing that we're not going to have extra quick shipping this week. <laughs> maybe not <laughs> I was thinking about that I want to order some organizational stuff for the shop I'm like oh damn I waited too long he's heading down to KOH it's on pause it's, yeah it's probably gonna be on pause unless he's got somebody running the shop while he's gone yeah, he might. but nonetheless uh, check out offroadanonymous.com if you need kind of fabrication stuff or organization things and if you need any kind of inflation deflation things check out morflate m-o-r-r-f-l-a-t-e dot com those are our partners in this shenanigan is that all you got? <gasps> Mike, have you any last words? Yes, Stephen. Oh, you do. My last words are, since the more Sawzall, less research decals are finally in, order one. And if you can't order one because it's not on the site, bother Steve. Bother Steve. I, I've been bothered already. Okay. <laughs> I have. I have been. Not, I, I, I've not been bothered, but I have been. Uh, several people have reached out and be like, hey, I want one of those. You have been I, inquired. How do I? How do I obtain one? So if you're looking to obtain one and you're still listening, um, 
www.totaloffroadpodcast.com. As soon as you go to that page, it'll say shop. Click on that shop and just start scrolling until you find the listing. And if you go on the page and you notice that it seems a little outdated, Steve is going to work on that. I'm going to try to work on that as well. Now that I have ownership and have the abilities, I'm planning to work on it. I just I got to fine tune some things, but we're starting to get there. Nice. Yes. So that's the abilities. Sweet. It like should it. hopefully by the time this comes out, hopefully I'll have pictures and everything of the stickers on the website and the colors. You have to go in there and you have to select which color you want. There will be two options within the listing. Uh, select the color white or black or both, whatever the amount you want. Click the button. Uh, and like I said, it should be four or five bucks shipped. I think um, I'm going to try to keep it there. Don't hold me to that exactly, but I'm going to try to keep it within that. I just have to nail down the total shipping cost. Yeah, I like that the total cost is just it. There's no shipping added because when I buy things, I'm, I'm like, for some reason, even if it's like like on eBay, they have yeah. like the same product listed twice and one of them's like 50 bucks and then it's $20 shipping or 70. I'm just like, <laughs> I like the 70 one more. And I don't know why because it's the same money out of my pocket. It's not really free shipping, but you feel know, like it is. Exactly. So. <laughs> Everything on the Summershine website is listed with shipping included into it because I don't have to deal with shipping prices like yeah. i have to deal with that and then also it's just when somebody puts it in the cart they don't have a second chance they're like oh 250 well how much is shipping and they put in the cart and they're like oh 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 it's it oh it's included well i guess just send it to me then yep yep press yep. order pretty good there's no like yeah. yeah there's no second guessing there's no second guessing because you don't, you don't put it in the cart and be like oh it's that much extra like yeah like tax shipping all that shit's included already, have you guys so. ever ordered anything on mcmaster no. Oh God. Maybe. It used to be that they didn't even put the shipping price after yeah. until Patreon. They after you ordered you. it. Hey, yeah. We're done yeah, here. We're going they, to Patreon. Okay. Sorry. They changed it and now they tell you where the shipping is, and then you press the order and it's all good. Glad to hear it. We'll catch you on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will indeed catch you on the trail. Catch you on the trail also. God. <laughs> Cadence. Cadence. I did not end mine. Now I'm ending it.